Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Success in Accounting. Sponsored by Dext. With Rob Brown and Martin Bissett. Welcome to the Success in Accounting podcast. And for the next few weeks, Martin Bissett and myself are giving you a heads up on what's coming up on these shows And we're featuring live interviews that I did recently as the official broadcast partner of the International Accounting Forum and Awards 2022. Martin, this was previously known as Digital Accounting Forum and Awards. You've been part of this in the past as a judge, so have I. You've helped them curate their agenda and source speakers and topics. How big is this event? Well, this event is sort of like, um, it was was described in years gone by, a creme de la creme event. I'm not sure whether we still get away with calling it that, but ultimately it's for the upper echelons of the accounting profession, the bigger firms, the international associations and networks. And the reason why the outcomes of the conversations that are at this show are important to you guys is because for many of you listening to this show, this, this particular event flies under the radar. I know that most accountants aren't even aware that this show exists. And because it is the upper echelon of accounting firms and associations, and because they are discussing um, the matters that they're dealing with in practice right now, from a tech perspective, from a talent perspective, uh, and beyond, then that's the sort of thing that we'll be dealing with in, I don't know, 12, 18 months from now. So what these shows are going to give you guys is insight, a little bit of a a glimpse into the crystal ball of your future here, because it typically is the case that whatever the larger firms are dealing with now, we're dealing with soon. And so listen to these shows, listen to what everyone's talking about, listen to the issues, the solutions, the opportunities that are existing for these people, because our firms, uh, as far as listeners to this show are concerned, are going to be able to benefit in the exact same way in the not-too-distant future. Yeah, this show has an international flavour. We've got international guests, and you will feel the live energy and vibe. You'll hear noises, people talking in the background, stands being put up and down. It was very much in the moment, done over a 24-hour period. So we were live on hand with the microphones and picking up the good and the great just to share with you things that are on their mind. So enjoy the interviews. We'll be doing this series for the next few weeks. And uh, keep tuning in. Thanks for being a listener. Accounting Influencers Broadcast Network presents Success in Accounting. Improve your practice while decreasing how hard you work to make your firm really fly. Really fly. It's Rob Brown here with the International Forum Accounting Awards. There's so much going on. I'm with Emma Crawford Folicona from Ignition. Emma, great to see you. And you, and you, Rob. And again, top points for getting the name spelt right. Well, <laughs> you taught right. me early on exactly <laughs> yep. how to say it. So uh, I've been blessed on that regard. Ignition, big event for you, Emma. It is, it is. We're really stoked to be here. We've also been nominated for two awards later on tonight. Um, so again, I think just the credibility that's built around this event is really important to make sure that we show our faces and we show our support as and uh, you've you've been here before as Ignition. Why is this event such a good collection of the the great and the good in the accounting and fintech world? I think it's the variety of not only attendees or delegates, but also the variety of sponsors as well. So, um, and if you look, I mean, you've seen you've seen the agenda yourself. It's fully packed. Um, it is. It's brim to brim packed with with great content. So again, it's not just the ability for us to kind of interact and connect with our customers and our prospects. It's also the ability for my team who are actually on the ground to to 
to stay kind of relevant and, and kind of really understand what's going on within the industry mm. or profession. Well, indeed, <laughs> and we are in interesting times. We, we talk about the accounting profession and the, the fintech software industry that supplies them. What kind of shape do you feel the profession is in general? You talk to accountants all the time. I you? do, and I'm an escaped accountant, as you know, as well. <laughs> so I've been on both sides of the fence. Sure. Um, look, I, I think we're in a really strong position. Um, before before COVID, and I hate to bring that up because we, we haven't stopped talking about that for the last couple of years, but before COVID, it was almost like we were starting to not stagnate, but we were most certainly starting to um, kind of just be comfortable with where we're at. Mm. What we've seen now is a big shakeup, and where there was lots of people that were kind of worried about what that impact would have, it's had a really positive impact because we've come out of the blocks really firing now yeah. as a profession. So I think it's, it's exciting. There's, there's great products for people to be able to use out there. The services we're providing into clients has just stepped up another notch as well and that's from you know the smaller ends of the profession all the way up to kind of the big, the big four as well and the more corporate side and you get a sense emma that the pandemic has accelerated what was already starting to happen or has it truly changed the game no i think it's accelerated what has what has what was starting to happen okay. well actually a little bit of both to be fair it has accelerated because whereas we thought we saw before you know a certain portion of of the professional the industry were already doing the things that we're seeing happening now we're seeing a faster movement more broadly across across the profession which is which is which is huge right it's, mm. it's almost like the late majority has been brought forward yes um with, with regards to changing the game that has changed the way that we have to think as well it's not just all about you know operational efficiency and making sure that our firm's future-proofed it's actually changing the way that we are providing services to clients and also the client expectations from the other side. They are coming to us and talking to us more openly about things that are not necessarily on our service list. Has it been the case that in the past software tech companies have been dragging the clients into a period of change and trying to get them to adopt things or are the accountants actually coming to you helping with your R&D and saying can we have this this and this yeah I think I think it's a balance um, okay. and again I don't want to sit on the fence too much no, um, but but to be honest the software aspect wouldn't exist if existed there wasn't a problem to solve sure so obviously um, with I'm sure with every single sponsor even that's here today from a software perspective they've all done their research they've got product market fit it makes sense um, for any good software vendor to continue on on a strong trajectory with yeah. their business they need to get the R&D from their customers and that's something that we put at the forefront we are always kind of having group sessions we're having we're surveying customers um, and also we're surveying the people that we don't become customers because that's where the real insights for us is as well. Mm. Why not choose Ignition? Talk to us about disruption. What are the key drivers of change in accounting firms that you see? Um, again, client expectation. So are we able to deliver on what the clients need at the right time? Yeah. Um, the other thing as well is the people. Like, have we got the right resources and people? Um, Again, things are changing when it comes to hiring talent or acquiring talent. Um, there's different expectations, not just from the client side, but from also from, from the employee side as well, and people within your business that are really the engine that makes that, that business work, despite, you know, obviously I'm very passionate about operational excellency, um, sorry, operational excellence um, and efficiency, um, but it is the people who are the engine. And, mm. you know, we have to change to make sure that we're attracting the right talent to be able to deliver the right services and expectations to our clients. Yeah. Let's ask a question that's very close to your heart, which is women in the accounting yes. and fintech world. Francesca Lagerberg has been appointed as CEO of Baker Tilly. Yes. There's a lot of very strong women coming in to take over the networks, associations, alliances. I know you're a champion for women in the, <laughs> yes. the fintech industry. How's that playing out? Um, hey, look, 
every move that we make in the right direction is a huge move. Um, because it's like, still a man's world, isn't it? Oh, very ways. much so, very much so. Um, there's a lot of work still to be done, but hey, with the fact we're talking about it now um, goes to show that progress is being made. Um, within the fintech world, we're, we're really lucky, actually. Probably we're a little bit more advanced when it comes to equality because of the nature of where people have come from. Um, uh, within fintech specifically, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, to see to see the movement happening in the accounting profession is is, is inspiring. It, it really shows that young girls <laughs> and women actually have a pathway to the top. Because if you see it, you can do it. Well, that's the point, isn't it? It's it's getting them to see that there are people like me yeah. further down the road. Yeah, and you've been championing that with various initiatives you've been doing to yes. recognise yeah. the performances women are putting in and the acknowledgement they're getting for the roles they're taking up. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's really important. I mean, when you look at our Women in Accounting um, awards that we do globally um, every year, and we've recently obviously released our top 50 for this year, we it's also really important to look not just at those top roles in, roles in the big corporates, which we did. So obviously we had um, Iris as CEO, who was part of the top 50 this year. We're also looking at the, the leaders from within the ranks and from the smaller end of the industry as well. Mm. So we had a couple of really strong bookkeepers there. So Guy Crawford-Errington out of New Zealand. She's won it twice in a row now. Because again, not everyone is aspiring to be in the corporate world at the top of the ladder there. People are also leaders in their own rights in sole trader businesses because they're leading their customers or they're leading and coaching other women or females into roles in other in other businesses as well so yeah i think i think the fact that we call out and we acknowledge the work that people that women are doing at every level of the profession is is really powerful now practice ignition has gone ignition is now very much set up have you forgotten the old brand and on with the new (laughs) do you know what and it's almost as i planned it is the day i came back from maternity leave is the day that we we done the re we well we released the rebound it was all on you emma of course of course (laughs) no look seriously it was um it was a good 10 months of work before we obviously went went to market with with the new brand yeah. um, it was really important for us like Pratt Ignition had got a really good following we had a really good um, brand awareness and um, particularly in the southern hemisphere um, the reasoning why we moved to Ignition is well twofold really looking at the development of the product over the last few years it's not just a what some people thought which was um you know it's a proposal solution it's most definitely a wraparound where we call it the first um, client engagement platform yes so not only are you winning clients and you're amazing them with your with the experience they're getting as you're onboarding them you're also then getting the payment details you're also linking through to workflow so it's an end-to-end client experience platform you, you so talk a lot about client experience don't you and their I expectations do. are ever going up always. yesterday's good is tomorrow's average oh my gosh always but you can see it as well right i mean most of the people in this room uh, they're all business owners as well or they're running a business sure. so and we expect the same from our business you know the people that I work with um, our suppliers, etc. I'm always expecting more because of also prices go up and and needs change. So it's just the way the world the world turns. Yeah. Now, what's new and hip in ignition at the moment? What are you excited about? Oh my gosh, so many things. So first of all, um, obviously the awards tonight. Um, we were really lucky earlier in the year. We also won practice award um, uh, zero practice um, app of the year. Okay. Um, so that's one award. Hopefully, we can take our second of the year home tonight. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, 
and your suitcase will be full of trophies oh my gosh honestly <laughs> I'm going to have to start building the trophy cabinet <laughs> well I've been a judge on the awards in the past but I'm not this year so I have oh. no inside information I can't give you a, a nudge oh. or a wink in oh. any direction gosh, at all I was going to try and tempt you with a croissant or something <laughs> um, so, so that's exciting um, obviously as well from a product perspective we've, we've invested heavily in R&D recently so we've got a few things in the pipeline that we're looking to get out uh, mainly looking at how we can onboard and get people started a lot easier um, and then on top of that I mean it's just the expansion that we're seeing at the moment we've had some really key hires um, you look at the EMEA region so UK and South Africa um, we've quadrupled in the last couple of years. Well, the funding you've had over the last few years has changed the game for you, hasn't it? Exactly. It's changed the game for us um, from a, what we can what we can achieve, but also as well, the expectations on the other side. So, you know, the people providing that, that funding is, 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 again, it's another reason why we've done that rebrand because we've matured as a company. Mm. We're not practicing Ignition anymore. We're Ignition. Um, there are other verticals out there, which obviously we're focused on the accounting and bookkeeping verticals, but we, our solution works, you know, with multiple professional services. Yeah. And I've talked to some of your people in North America. That's opening up for you now isn't it too? yes yeah so actually north america um so funnily enough amir's our, our emerging market okay um so north america have been really establishing it is open up so we work really closely with quickbooks over there right um and yeah got a the second largest largest team outside of australia sits, sits in north america across canada and the us so yeah we're doing really well over there and just to finish off what do you feel accounting firms really need to be getting a handle on over the next few years to stay competitive and relevant? Yeah, I, I honestly and think... And disruption-proof, even, if that's oh, possible. Oh, we wish. We wish it was mm. possible. I think it's all around having the right systems in place and the right people in place. So when I talk automation, I don't just talk around technology. I talk around process. I talk around people as well. Um, for me, it's being able to understand that future-proofing your practice is more than just looking at your revenue and looking at your margin. It's making sure that you've got all of those bolts and nuts oiled so your machine is ready to go if you were to ever step out of the business so it's not all dependent on you but also as well it means that people are then released and freed up to focus on real kind of valued work or strategic work which actually means if you've got someone who's focusing on the future because they've got capacity to do so and it makes sense from a revenue perspective you're always going to be one step ahead of people who are kind of being more reactive as things change in the market. Yeah, well I'm a Crawford Fuller Connor of Ignition that's been great thanks so much for your time today. Thank you so much Rob. It's the International Accounting Forum 2022. There's awards as well, and I'm thrilled to have with me today the legend that is Glenn Collins from the ACCA. Hello, Glenn. Hi, and uh, what what can I say with that <laughs> wonderful introduction? Do you feel like a legend? Uh, definitely not. Definitely not. I definitely don't feel like a legend. Actually, what I do think is many of our accountants are legends. What they've done and what they've achieved over the past two years and before that and going forward, I think it's absolutely magnificent. That's very gracious they've, of they've you They've really kept, really kept businesses afloat. Yeah, they've stood in the gap, haven't they? And been almost superheroes. Uh, absolutely, and I don't think you, you know, it's a word which is used far too commonly, but I do think, you know, that, that accolade superheroes is, is very, very apt. Yeah. Let me ask you a provocative question, Glenn, because you're a straight shooter. What have you changed your mind on over the last few years with the accounting profession? If anything, actually, what what I think we've learned over the past past couple of years is where we may have gone through and we may have done things in a very very slow progression. Actually, I think we've we've learned to do things quicker and we've learned to adapt more. Right. Um, so not so much of a change of view, but actually a change in terms of 
actually we need to make those changes. We need to uh, to alter those for the for the here and now. I think there's still many organisations coming out there, and I think you know. Um, Government across the board is, is probably one of those and probably our, our tax collecting services is one of those where they, they actually need to up the game to be a bit more modern and a bit more responsive going forward. Mm. What would you say to people that say accountants have done things in a set way for hundreds of years, they really will only change if they're mandated by law or regulation to do so? Is that I, unfair? I, I would say that's totally, totally unfair. I'm, I'm obviously quite long in the tooth, um, <laughs> which, which if, you know, if, you, if you could see me, you'd, you'd realise that. But actually we have. When you look at it and you look at the way accountants have adapted to and taken on technology and utilised that for the benefit of their, their clients, for the benefit of information and data, which accountants have always been really keen on that data-driven, how do I look at this? How yeah. do I make a difference to those businesses? You look at those changes and you go, people have done those. So, so I think legislative has a place, but actually also many accountants will drive forward the change themselves because they'll see a good business rationale for yeah. doing it. That's a fair comment and it's good to be diplomatic. They've proven to be a lot more agile than perhaps we Absolutely. would have given them credit for. Mm. Some might argue that the, the pandemic has forced change on them when they should have done it ahead of time and mm. been more proactive with it, but still they've shown up well and serve the clients that they should have been serving to keep the economy going. Yeah, and, and if you look at, you know, typical examples of that is actually how people looked, got on top of all the furlough, got on top of all the loans, and actually put people in the, in the right position where they can take their business forward in a time when they were facing uncertainty and a time when many businesses were also facing uncertainty. So it is, it, it's that mindset of, actually how I can deal with those problems and how, how I can drive those forward, which I think is, is great. And I think is great seeing from accountants. Now that is exhausting, mm. you know, that is exhausting. And, and we've seen both with clients and, and with, you know, practitioners, actually some of those mental health scores and some of that exhaustion coming through. That, that's an area where we've all got to look at ourselves and say, actually, right, how do I, how do I move things forward and make, make a, change in what I do to make my life a little bit easier because I can't carry on at 400 miles an hour on a treadmill we all know that but equally I don't want to let certain things go so that's all about that's all about planning as we all know that's all about having planning and that purpose going forward and selecting the right group of clients you actually want to deal with yeah, I'm really glad you brought up the mental health and well-being mm. aspect of things because we perhaps wouldn't have spoken about that five, ten years ago. But accountants, you talk to a lot of them. They're under huge pressures. They feel overwhelmed, a little bit anxious. We hear that accounting firms now have mental health first aiders mm -hmm. for that on-site yeah. depression and breakdown and overload and cracking and everything else. It's a different world in a way, isn't it? A absolutely. And if I look at our own support out there, we have a wide range of careers and mental health and other support that actually sits there on um, on our site that is all available across to not only our ACCA members but, but actually broader um, and members can take that and also utilize that you know with with clients as well mm. because I think we all know we're all we're all in that same uh, same boat um, and it's actually let's you know let's make it sail well together we're speaking here about how accountants have proved their agility and uh, yeah. been open to change. 
talk to us about the Association of Chartered Certified Accountants. How have you stepped up and changed over the last few years? Well, I think when, you, when you're looking at this, it is looking and saying, how do you help people make those changes in their business that makes a real difference? One of those examples is we've introduced a wide range of, of certificates, um, really easily accessible because we know people don't have the time, and that comes back to your mental health, er yeah. mental health areas as well, is I don't want to feel overburdened. So in 16 hours, actually, for example, we're here today talking about businesses for good and sustainability. In 16 hours, you can do the ACCA sustainability course, which actually gives you that foundation and knowledge which accountants like a good foundation and a good knowledge. Yeah. We don't like to go off and talk about things off the top of our heads. We want that foundation to back us up. We want to know, actually, we're giving the best advice through to our clients. Those type of things are accessible through. Now, we know many accountants have now taken those and have used those in their teams. So actually, that goes out to a much, much wider audience, and we're enabling people um, to, to, to do and work through those areas. That sounds terrific because business clients for a long time have been calling on their accounting advisors to have more commercial awareness, more business acumen, more entrepreneurial thinking, and have insights into environmental social governance, corporate social responsibility, diversity, equity, inclusion, and those kind of things, and you're helping them do that. Uh, yeah, absolutely, and um, I think it's important to also remember, actually it all fits back into supporting those clients through their, their areas of need, um, and that comes back to financial uh, skills because if we're looking at if we look at skills if we look at what a business might need to do to change uh, from outward pressures within its supply chain all of those elements come back and hit the bottom line of a business so accountants are there as the most trusted advisor to actually help people navigate those areas of risk those areas of challenge and actually what can you what can we do to actually help and enable and support people to to make those changes and help those businesses along. So yeah. goes goes in a wide range of areas. Um, and it is, it is really all about coming back to those fundamentals of, I know, I know the, what makes that business tick. I know and understand that business, business owner. I know what's going on in the outside environment. And actually, if I can position that business so it can succeed to the, to, to what it wants to achieve, yeah. that is the most important thing. So yeah. that's why enabling accountants to do that is, is really important. We are, we are that confident, we are that most trusted advisor. Indeed. Would you say that accountancy has any kind of image problem, Glenn? I'm just speaking into the, the labour shortage we have. We know it's across all sectors and industries, but accounting, is it sexy? Are we having a problem bringing in new people to the profession? We know that the boomers are moving on. Speak into that a little bit. Um, I mean, it is always, always an issue attracting, attracting talent um, coming through. Um, that is, that is every, every business sector, um, every profession will say that because yeah. let's looking out there in the, in the world, there are really exciting high profile entertainment <laughs> jobs that, that many people are attracted to. Yes. But actually when you, when you go out and when we get our advocates going out and talking to people, about the difference and the purpose of what they do, actually how this enables people to make a difference, how this enables businesses to make a real difference, actually you find people are really attracted into the profession. Now, 
that's a job for all of us to do and actually all of us to look at and go, look, this is a profession that actually thinks, helps and, and delivers. And, and on top of that, you can earn a living from it as well. Yeah. Does the ACCA see themselves as the voice of the profession? It, it would be wrong to say no. We definitely would see ourselves as the voice of, of the profession. And I that's think, globally, isn't it? You're think, a global organisation. I think that's globally. Yeah. You know, if you look back and you look back at founding principles in our charter, actually one of those, one of those principles of any chartered organisation which comes through really, really strongly is acting in the public benefit. And actually that, that's what makes chartered bodies different from trade associations and others. We actually look at that and we look at the uh, well-being and actually the purpose over a longer period of time. So I think, I think you know, definitely that voice coming through and definitely that voice around what do we need to actually help and help our economies, help businesses, help individuals, both um, nationally and, and locally. Yeah, and finally, John, Sorry, finally, Glenn. Yeah. We'll edit that bit. <laughs> You've been in this game a long time, but you've still got an appetite for what's coming up. What excites you most for the ACCO over the next few years? What, what excites me most is when I see the passion coming through from people who've done that hard bit of work, passed their exams, and are looking at developing their career. There is a real passion there, and you just have to, have to look on LinkedIn and other social networks to actually see that passion come through from those individuals. So actually, we, we've got a great group of people coming through, people with passion, people with purpose, and actually it's, it's harnessing those and giving people those opportunities so they can deliver to their full potential, as we were also helped along and to deliver our, our full potential going through within the yeah. work we've chosen. And to close, Often the best advocates for the accounting profession are the accountants themselves. So what message would you give to the listeners? And we've got thousands of accountants listening all over the world to this. Uh, for them to be better advocates and, and brand ambassadors for accounting as a profession in the messages they give to the younger generation growing up. I think it comes back to tell your story because you all run really exciting businesses. Tell your story and actually take opportunities. When people get invited on to speak to you, actually take up that opportunity step and, up. and step up and do it because it does make a real difference and it is really, really um, beneficial both to that firm and, and their business structure, but actually also to the professionals of, as a whole. And we've all got a story, Glenn, about. haven't we? We definitely all have a story and we better not go into those. <laughs> well, Glenn Collins of the ACC, that's been tremendous. Thanks so much for your time and your insights today. Cheers, real pleasure, thank you. Today's show in a series of interviews we're doing for the International Accounting Forum. I'm here with Phil Chalmers from X Ledger. Good day to you, Phil. Yeah, hi, Rob. How are you doing? It's fantastic to have you with us. This is the day before the event tomorrow. You're just getting your stand set up. How are you feeling? Yeah, good, good. Excited. It's um, it's really good to be back in sort of face-to-face -face meetings. Isn't um, it just? Oh, it's fantastic. I think I'm always a firm believer of uh, sort of business face-to-face, -face. although, you know, going on Teams and, and Zoom calls over the last sort of 18 months has been kind of the, the requirement. It's just nice to be out and about and, and seeing some new people and, and making some new connections. You do wonder what the pandemic would have done to us if it had happened in 1984 with no Zoom and no email or anything else. 
would have been in trouble, wouldn't we? Uh, yeah, exactly. I think there probably would have been a few more uh, rules broken and maybe some uh, some undercover black market uh, yeah. dealings going on. So, Phil, we've just seen you setting the stand-up with the team the night before. There's a, a forum tomorrow. We're going to be doing some live interviews there. Ex-Ledger have a big presence here. Why do you come to this event? So... I'm here um, as uh, part of the partnerships team at XLedger. Um, so what we're looking at doing is uh, networking and connecting uh, with uh, accounting firms uh, in the UK who are really looking at broadening the horizons with their client base. Um, so we look to market ourselves as the sort of next organic step up from software systems such as Xero, um, QuickBooks, that kind of thing. Um, so you know, clients of accounting firms that have have um, sort of high transactional volumes, um, multi-entities, ones that are really got sort of the business aspirations and are sort of outgrowing the functionality of those uh, softwares. Um, Xledger, again, a mid-market service provider. We're a true cloud-based finance system. Um, we were built on the premise of an accounting uh, firm. Um, that's what our founder um, sort of acquired and built the idea of Xledger from that. So we've planted that seed. We've grown. Um, we are a Norwegian-based company. We've grown in the Nordics to a very successful rate, uh, especially in terms of partnership. Um, and we are looking at expanding that success here in the UK. You've just answered about 10 questions there, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I get carried away, sorry. When you come to an event like this, it's a big investment. You're taking people out of the office, you're setting up, you stand, you invest in, you're buying a presence here. How important is this market here for you with the people that you know are coming? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, going to these events, um, you know, there's, there's a, a multitude of, of great events. Um, and in an ideal world, I think if everyone had the budgets, they go to them all. Mm. Um, but you have to be sort of succinct with what you're looking for. And I think the clientele, the networking opportunities that are present uh, here today is exactly what we're looking for. Um, and again, it's not um, necessarily the big accounting firms. It's anyone that has got that client base that is looking to, to grow. Um, and we're just happy to, to be part and parcel and help those, uh, those clients grow sort of organically. Really. Yeah. Yeah. And for people that have not been to an event like this. It's run by the uh, International Accounting Bulletin, by uh, Global Data and Arena International. Describe for us when you said this is the right kind of client base for us. Describe for people that haven't been here the kind of people that will be coming tomorrow. Yeah, sure. So um, for for myself, I'm looking at uh, connecting with um, accountants, um, primarily sort of that are looking at outsourcing um, their their accounting uh, software. These are the bigger firms, for aren't Yeah. They? So that's for that sort of outsourcing. But also what we're looking at is um, we go down sort of through implementation. So we have a very consultative approach at Xledger in terms of our sales process. Um, um, we're not looking at that sort of transactional box tick. We are looking at onboarding our clients for you know forever, ideally. We don't want that sort of seven-year itch um, that some clients have with their accounting software. Uh, we're looking at providing it for the whole future and building on that scalability uh, with Xledger. So these accounting firms that are here and the networks that represent them as well, they are fair to say that the top four and those in the larger tier so you're looking at those big enterprise sales you're not looking at the one-man bands and the two or three partner firms are you really yeah absolutely um i think you know we, we are looking at sort of you know it's that classic saying of sort of like shoot for the moon if you miss you fall amongst the stars right. and you know with that in mind if we weren't taking the opportunity here to at least network and get our brand out in the uk like i said we're we're incredibly successful in the nordics and we're looking at building on that success here in the uk um you know i think 
it's really important to, to get the, the name out in business and what better way to do that than to sort of talk to people face to face. And you mentioned the Norway connection, the Nordics. It's not known as a hub of accounting or it may be. What are they bringing to the UK market and the international game that we've not seen before, Phil? So um, it's kind of a flip reversal really with, um, with, our, with our Nordic market. Um, really, really successful in terms of the partnerships So what we're looking at building on today with those networking firms um, and accounting firms as well. So so going forward, I think what we're really, really looking for um, is, is to break that mold. Um, Xledger itself, in terms of direct, is incredibly successful with charity and not-for-profit clients. 73% um, of our um, client base here in the UK is made up of not-for-profits and charities. Okay. We have we're sort of that's our bread and butter. But we are looking at also expanding into different verticals, um, be it technology, hospitality, venues, um, education, property, that kind of thing. Um, and again, I know that that's the sectors that these accounting firms also have as well. Yeah. So it's just looking at piecing together that puzzle. Um, and once it's all put together, hopefully it will paint a nice nice picture. How competitive is the game that you're in? Yeah, I think it's, it's fair to say in, in, in any business, you're, you're always going to be in, in stiff competition with people. Um, like I said, um, uh, Exledger is a mid-market service provider. Um, so there, there's some great software out there at the moment that we are, are constantly sort of coming up against in deals. Um, Makes and, you yeah. sharper though, doesn't it? Yeah, Makes you it's, better? Exactly, exactly. You know, it keeps you on your toes. Um, and again, coming to events like this, it gives you a little bit of insight into uh, into what the uh, the competition's doing. And um, yeah, sort of maybe a, a different bullet to the gun maybe going forward. Sure. And you're not scared to call out Zero and QuickBooks to say, look, they serve this lower end of the market with a more simple product. But you showed me your wheel earlier, which is massive on your stand and you're basically a one-stop shop for everything the accountant would need, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, I'd like to reiterate we're not in direct competition with Xero. It's a, it's a fantastic product. It really is. And so is QuickBooks. I mean, all the, all the software there is, is a really, really great product. All we're looking at doing being Xledger is going sort of, you know, with clients that get to that, you know, natural stage by breaking through the glass ceiling who's going to be there, we'd like to market ourselves as we're the people that are going to be extending that hand, bringing them through the door and just allowing that gradual growth. It doesn't have to be sort of from, um, you know, a lower end sort of mid-market, um, you know, all the way up to sort of the likes of SAP or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it is just looking at providing that next organic step um, in, in the market. You're not just giving them the core accounting, you're giving them the, the reporting and the forecasting and the... Uh finance management and everything else, aren't you? You're trying to be that one-stop shop rather than they get a little bit of this, best in class there, best in class there, try and join it all together. Exactly. We look to we look to provide like a best of breed uh, model. So, you know, with our modular wheel and everything that is included within it, um, again, it is that ability that if it's a module that a client doesn't need, it's not a case of, well, you've paid for it and if you're not going to use it, unfortunately, that's, that's the case. It is a case of it's there for you to use. If you want to shut it off, you can. If you want to turn it on at a later date, it's there for you, you know, as a, as a sort of option if you want to. And Phil, you talk to accountants all the time. What do you feel they need to be getting their heads around when it comes to technology and software over the next few years to stay competitive, stay relevant, stay in the game? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think if anything, over the last sort of 18 months going, you know, this, this whole um, subject of working from home and accessibility. Um, being a true cloud-based platform, we're accessible from any uh, browser with any sort of low bandwidth um, availability. So speaking to clients in the past, going on these Zoom calls, um, you know, I know it has been an incredibly tough time for people over the last 18 months, but being a true cloud-based product, it's really come to 
the front, I think, in this day and age as to where accounting is going. I think on-premise systems, um, you know, not being able to access through VPNs is really, really restricting um, accounting sort of um, affordability, really. Mm. Uh, it's. Um, I think you know there is still great products that are on uh, on premise, but you know the way that the world is going, and you know everyone is being a little bit more virtual, everyone's being a little bit more distant, sure. um, and providing that accessibility is, I think, the the number one priority at the moment to, to provide. Do you feel, Phil, that Xledger and software companies, the vendors, are dragging accountants as fast as possible into the digital and cloud era, or are they? holding your hand and say, come on, this is where we want to go. I think it's a bit of both. I think we're providing um, sort of that light speed ahead, um, okay. but it's that classic sort of don't run before you can walk. So um, again, we really do pride ourselves. We're a very uh, people-orientated uh, company. We like to listen to what That's what's the Nordic our, side of it, isn't it? It really is, yeah, 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 exactly. So it's, um, it really is a case of listening to what our clients are looking for and how we can build around those expectations. Um, it isn't a case of, well, this is what we've got, you know, love it or leave it. It's yeah. a case of, well, what, what have you got? What are your needs and wants? Um, and it's something that we do uh, very well in terms of our uh, sales structure, really chipping away and finding out what it is essentially our clients want before um, before any hurdles are presented further down the line. So if we can really hash it out at the beginning and really get on the same level playing field, I think that paints a very clear picture going forward. And I'm sure you're nurturing accountants that think that they're in the cloud and think that they're a cloud accounting firm, but it's really not that simple to claim that. You've got to tick a lot of boxes to be actually in the cloud, haven't you fully? Yeah, absolutely. And that's taken, that's definitely taken time. I think, you know, we were founded in 2001, um, especially at a time probably where the subject of cloud was a bit of a taboo subject. Mm. Um, but, you know, sticking with it and having that self-belief and going forward as a, as a company, I think it's actually paid off its dues now. Um, yeah. And we are definitely in um, the digital age going forward. Well, let's wrap up with one final question. Get your crystal ball out, Phil. All right, yeah. Uh, we've seen an <laughs> unprecedented <Mystic> <laughs> couple of years. Yeah. And it's really hard to predict what's coming up in the next 90 days, let alone sure. the next couple of years. But in your space, in Xledger, and all the things that you're doing and the conversations you're having with accountants, what do you feel is on the horizon for us all over the next two or three years? Um, I think... Obviously, it is a digital age. I mean, every single day something is changing digitally um, through innovation, through technology advancements. Um, I think what we are really, really going to see um, is uh, an increase in um, automation in terms of accountants. Um, I think it will soon be the days where sort of manual inputting into spreadsheets, um, a lot of sort of filing cabinets and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's going to be um, sort of a lot of getting rid of the excess manual work. It's not getting rid of jobs or anything like that. I think that's, you know, that's not the way well, that it's going at all. Well, they've been doing it that way for hundreds of years. Exactly. So why are they going to change now? I think it's just going to be basically taking what works and looking at making it more efficient and more streamlined. Or risk becoming obsolete and irrelevant. Well, there's no risk without reward, so. Phil Chalmers from Legend, that's been great. Thanks so much. Thanks very much, Rob. Cheers, thank you. Improve your practice while decreasing how hard you work to make your firm really fly. Sponsored by Dext.